0: What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles, welcoming you to another edition of Lyles Movie Files. Joining me, as always, is little brother, Jace shot How you doing?
1: I'm doing good.
0: Good. And, Chief, how you doing?
2: Everything's good. Everything's good. How are you?
0: Outstanding. Jay
3: King, what's up? I'm doing better, Jeff. getting over a cold. I'm in a relaxation room, and I'm relaxing on Wednesday night with the Lyles Movie Files podcast,
0: Wow. Yeah, I'm in that same state. You know how funny it is? No one ever gets colds anymore because, you know, oh, it can't be COVID. I no. just have a cold. Now like, you know what? This pandemic is not over, but whatever. I'm just saying, I started working at a new job and surprisingly, I got a cold. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk because last week, Jason and I were discussing a couple of shows. Walking Dead, and or, and we are saying, this is a magnificent moment right here. We're about to approach the series finale this Sunday of The Walking Dead. Before we go on to 72 spinoffs of The Walking Dead characters that you care about, I am conflicted, and I think the main reason is because, you know, I have had Angela King's back throughout this thing. And and for no real reason, I'm not hating on what's happened, transpired this season. I just feel like there was a walking dead business as usual approach to this season. And then it was way, whoa, whoa. We're wrapping this thing up. We've got a sheesh, where is the fast forward button? They they borrowed Adam Sandler's click remote and just started pressing fast forward. So yeah. They went you know, Scott Gimple would take five episodes for them to walk two miles. Now they're getting there within the episode in 10 minutes. What's up, everybody? It's like, this is so jarring from the normal pacing of the walking
1: day. And, Jace, you watched this episode, right? Uh, I I did not because I wanted to watch the last two back to back. And I honestly, I, I mean, it's like, I got, I, I finished last week's and I was like, there's a whole lot to do, unless you have a four-hour window. It's going to be just, a special 90-minute episode. That's not enough. I mean, just... Not enough. Like, not enough. It's it's just, last week, it was like, I mean, the trial of Eugene, and I'm like, oh, wow, okay, we're, we're really there. It's like, there is... Our, I mean, I guess the other thing is, like, the big bad of this is Pamela. That's how y'all are wrapping up the series of Walking Dead. There's not, like, the Negan, um, Whisper, I mean, I mean, uh, what was it, Governor, Pamela? I mean, it's almost like her real crime, she had a bratty kid and was fixing, uh, you know, what was that, fixing a fake lottery. It's like, that's, y'all really had to go that hard? Like, Hornsby was a guy, you, I mean, it's like, it almost like, if you had said Hornsby somehow kills Pamela, takes over to, uh. Commonwealth at the end of last season or in the break, in second break, then it's like, oh, okay, I understand, y'all, you gotta Yeah, do what you gotta do. I mean, the Locusts gotta do what they gotta do, but now it's really just, y'all just being Locusts, Locusts just being Locusts, and it was just like I'm just not feeling it. It's like, y'all got 9,000 subplots like, there's no like, hey, we're doing a spinoff back with the old Alexandria crew We're not. We. we, I mean, once Aaron is gone, Aaron's gone. Uh, Kingdom guys, once they're gone, it's they're gone. It's like that's that's it. Like you know, I've I've decided what they have to do
0: is two things. They have to do like any classic Resident Evil video game would do, and have Pamela have a special vial and insert the Tyrant virus into her, and she becomes this hulking machine with a big Sith for an arm two heads with like the governor, the crew from Terminus. So we really get the fact that she's the big bad. And she's just devouring people that we don't care about. Like, oh no, not this guy
1: from Alexandria. Not this guy from Oceanside. Okay, Let let me give you another scenario. We find out that it actually was Pamela's father who released the giant worldwide virus that has created these zombies. that would have been great then that was a reveal that we could have had like
0: right before this second that would have been the perfect finale or
1: cliffhanger for the second break yeah like oh oh, i understand why yeah y'all got to do what you got to do even if she's just talking to her son like you know when we when our four when my father decided it was time to cleanse the world you know he made these great decisions and i need you to live up to that standard like that would have been okay. Yeah. These guys gotta do that. But now it's just locust being
0: locust. You see, I'm I'm going to spoil things because I'm upset with you. So, Javon, in this episode, I know you commended the Commonwealth for being the one group that realized outside of the kingdom, you know what would be helpful when fighting flesh munching monsters armor. Okay. And you would think everyone would be walking around in The Walking Dead like Iron Man. Like, my armor's so heavy, but these walkers ain't getting me. No. But these guys have armor made of Swiss cheese on top of styrofoam. And anytime the walkers want it, they just get it. It's not like they're, ah, we got you. They've got Batman gauntlets where they should be slicing necks of walkers. Instead, they're like, oh no! I'm like, you guys have helmets and armor, and it's not hockey pads. So I'm really disappointed with them. Uh, Jeff, you remember when I gave a damn about this show? No, but see, see, you were doing this. I'm over The Walking Dead. I'm trying to tell you The Walking Dead has not been bad. Like, there hadn't been an episode, this final stretch, that I've given less than an eight. Because they've been good episodes. It's simply... Uh, time's running out, guys. Does anybody else know it but me?
3: Well, you know, and that was the thing, like, I, and, and like I said, I had gotten semi-invested right when they, um, right when, um, Ezekiel and Princess and the other two that I don't care about, when they arrived at, um...
0: and Eugene, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. When they arrived at, uh, what is this called? Commonwealth. Um, Commonwealth, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, they're bringing me back in. And then so, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, how I fell off again. And I kept saying to myself, I'm going to come back. And I never did. And you now, should come like-
0: back. It's been worth watching. Like the Commonwealth had a good guy, a good, bad leader. He was great, but they had a, he was like the mid-level boss and they had to be like, uh, we gotta take care of him here. So, uh, my guy. So but I, I wouldn't record. I would not recommend you pick up Titan season three. I would recommend okay. you watch this season of Walking
2: Dead.
3: Okay. And I
0: think what they really are gonna do in the end, like in the last ten minutes, unless Rick and Michonne show up and be like, "Listen, we're here to save the day," is I'm they're gonna right. finish off the walkers and spend the next ten minutes going spin off draft. So Maggie and Negan and Daryl are going to have flashcards that they've randomly picked out from a cat. And they're just going to go, all right, Ezekiel, you're on our show. And I will be perfectly fine with that. That's how I want the show to end, because I know they're going to be spinoffs, and I'm invested in some of these characters that we don't know their fates. So, that's how I want to Fair enough.
3: And and look, as long as they leave out on that note, I was expecting them, if they were really going to close the show, I was expecting, like, for like Mortimer, we're killing everybody except for the two, three, four folks that we know are going to have life beyond this series. I was expecting that.
0: That would be the worst ending because it'd be like everyone. Wait, Daryl and Carol and Maggie and Negan don't go in there. Why? Oh, be awesome. and that's be so what weird. I was expecting. I, would, I was I would really come back that. here next week and trash the show. are <laughs> Nobody gets spit off armor. All right, so moving on. Chief, I know one thing that you value, you appreciate just as much as me, is that Disney Plus, because it keeps delivering that constant, solid content. I must say Andor has been... If I put aside my nostalgia, my appreciation for Mandalorian Season 2, Andor has been epic. It has been everything I thought the show could be more so. And it's constantly surprised me with the directions they've gone in. They've had these table setting, let's go a slow pace episodes, but then they pay it off in like two or three episodes. It's like, oh my gosh, this was the best payoff you could have done. They're not chasing after one thing through 12 episodes. It has been, all right, we do this, that gets wrapped up and all right, what's next? We're going to go here that gets wrapped up, then we go to something else. This is a crazy scenario. It doesn't feel like, I mean, it's all connected, but it's not like, oh man, we're still just trying to do the same quest. We're not trying to put the ring into Mount Doom. It's all these different things. And we're actually seeing how this character becomes the dude that we were like, this guy is great in Rogue One. And at this point, there are two more episodes. The penultimate one dropped today or today. This last episode from last week was awesome. It might feature, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna scratch the mic. It features the two best performances we've seen in any any Star Wars thing. And it left me feeling like, if this show, like midway through, I was like, you know what? Andy Circus has been a great actor. And Andy Circus deserves a supporting Emmy nomination. This guy's killed it and he's done his thing. And then As it got to then, I was like, oh my gosh, Stellan Skarsgård is delivering this monologue. And I'm like, "Uh, um, I don't want to take it back, but this might be the best thing that we've seen from an actor in Star Wars since Palpatine was like, not from a Jedi. It was great. Like, absolutely awesome. Amazing. Can't wait to see it. Have you started Andor, the journey to Andor, Chief? I need you. I need you. Seriously, if you never listen to me again on anything else in Star Wars, and I know you are, I need my lightsabers in Star Wars. It's not lightsabers without it. This is the Rogue One side of Star Wars where it's like, we're going to get to the Jedi. You know all that cool stuff? We're going to get to it. This is the dirty, the grimy, the underbelly before we get there. And it's been amazing. Jace, can you back me up, please? Okay. um, The great thing about Andor is
1: Every three episodes is great. The first two are going to build up slow. And then that payoff, like Jeff said, when that payoff hits, you're going to be like, oh, crap. Like, that last episode of Andor is, I have no problem saying, is the best Disney plus Star, I mean, Disney plus Star Wars. Like, straight up, that. Hold on, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh. Nah, I'm sorry. Oh. No, nah, I, I don't. Oh. I mean, your Lou Luke, Luke was cool. I need, mean, no. I, 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 hey, I, I'm not gonna let you do that. No, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna let you do that. No, because no. seriously, like, Luke Skywalker came in there. The thing is, Luke Skywalker came in and basically made you forget that that whole sequel trilogy happened. That was brilliant. That was, that was a godsend, right? <laughs> I can't and, argue. And how it. then was that not the best part of Star Wars? Plus, <laughs> you had, I mean, the performances in that one, and in that last episode of Andor, you were like, I, I mean, it was like, again, I said last week I was going to go back and watch that. I, I did. Because those two performances were awesome. And it was like, and for everybody, oh, Skywar- Star Wars all has a bunch of the cringy dialogue. Nah, nah, I bring this different. to you and say, it, re- I rebuke your statement right here. <laughs> Great. Freaking dialogue, and if if you watch him or whatever one of those TV performances, and they don't have those two speeches, get out of here. Just yeah, there's a. I mean, there's another thing we were talking about that deserves a Oscar or some kind of award. But those for TV, those need to be there. And Genevieve
0: O'Reilly, who plays Mon Mothma, is quietly really good too. The show has some elements of Game of Thrones without trying to be Game of Thrones. And we're seeing that with the Coruscant scenes with mom Mothma navigating these shady politicians who are all like the Empire Rocks because I'm rich. Uh-uh. But it's amazing. And Trevine, to You're gonna really see better... win
1: yet? You're gonna see more of that this in the next episode. Awesome. Yeah. Come on about it.
3: Keep I mean honestly it. it's one I wanted to watch it because of the time, of Rogue One. I thought Rogue One was one of the finest Star Wars movies. Um, and look, I'm with you, Chief. There's no, there's no lightsabers. It it, it kind of adds to it. Adds to the lore of Star Wars we came for. But I'm gonna tell you, that. Pay, I, I know I go on and on about it, man. But that payoff at the end of Rogue One. <laughs> the, yeah, had such a great movie, and then at the end, that 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 chef's kiss man vader and that lightsaber come on man that was one of the biggest movie moments of the last 20 years in my opinion. that like being in the theater for that and hearing that that it was either it was one of two reactions that jeff do it again it was like
0: oh no this yeah. is bad you me to get out of here yeah. asap <laughs> and i think there was that little kid thing of oh, no, this is the throat-breaking Darth Vader. This is not, yes. eh, I'm just chilling that's Palpatine. He's mad. He's like, oh, I don't care how many of you all I have to get through. I'm not going to waste time. and just throw you up against the wall, slice you with my lightsaber just because I could blow you away, but I'm going to kill you too. And that was the thing. It was like every bit of dread and fear, when that lightsaber pierced through the red, it lived up to it and then something.
3: Absolutely.
0: And I feel like Andor has really done that because it's setting the stage where it's like, I want to watch Rogue One again. I want to watch Rogue One again. And I think Cassian I already thought he was a cool character from Rogue One because he wasn't, he wasn't like the characters from the sequel trilogy. He he felt like a throwback, kind of like a dirtier, more complicated, more layered version of Han Solo, who was just so embedded into the rebellion. That, he was like, I don't know what's good or bad. What I do know is I'm trying to take the empire down.
2: Well, Jeff,
3: right there, you you hit it. Like, watching Rogue One, and I can tell from this show, like, I I, I started on the first episode, and it's like, look, I, so much going on, and I, I I had to stop and come back and come back. I'm finally gonna have time this week going into the holidays to sit here and watch a bunch of TV and badge out.
0: Yeah, just just, yes. edge,
3: man. Oh, I, absolutely. And um, watching that show, it hit me, man. Like you just said, these characters feel like real people, and like any other Star Wars movie, they feel like you—you, these are people of your world, right? Mm -hmm. Going through issues that we see happening, you know, in 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 uh, uh, a a metaversal, uh, uh, a template of our world. You know, these people—not the metaverse, yeah. Right. In, in a Star Wars uh, uh, universe of what we're going through in our own world, that's why they feel so real. Because this is, it is real. people are going through this now. You know, it's fighting against, it's a rebellion against the powers that be, ah! and they, there's a real human element to them, and they, they they feel real. They feel real. So I, they, it got me, and I didn't even need to see episode one. Because no, I knew. No, I
0: this need is where to it's coming reinforce from. very strongly. Season one and t- or episodes one and two and four are like um what's happening, but just just stick with it because
3: hey, it's look, worth it. We're from a generation where we don't need to have anything blow up within the first five minutes to hold our attention. Good dialogue right. and scene setting, story building. It takes time. It sometimes it takes time and the payoff is worth it. Just be patient, you know. Watch a story. Yeah. Watch yeah. it, watch something develop.
0: I do know love takes time. So that's what Mariah told me. <laughs> right, to sure chief, too. chief you don't sound like you're biting on this i have some news on the dc front first off i'm gonna start with the bad because I'm, I'm i know you're gonna be excited about this good so it's reporting that black adam has earned 350 million total and even if it makes 400 million it will not take the movie out of the red and that's the problem Because it looks like that it's not going to get greenlit for a sequel because it's not going to make enough money. And we could argue putting anything within the sights of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, probably not the best move. But yeah, it looks like it's not going to have enough steam to keep rolling. And yeah, too much money for this movie. $200 to make it in the marketing and it's just not quite there. Wow. the silence is
1: deafening. You know,
2: I, it's for me, man. I just when you when is four hundred million not good
0: enough no more? You well, know what I mean? I mean that 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 life right. well, is expensive. Uh,
2: uh, you know what I mean? Like, when did we where did we where did, did we like? I remember when a movie made four hundred million, and you were like, "Wow, that's impressive." Yeah, you've been saying it. Four hundred million. is still sounds impressive. Um, and knowing, I mean, knowing that four hundred million.
1: Well,
0: here's the real is. problem. Shazam earned three hundred sixty-five uh, million domestically, and that's pretty solid. That's good. And but the but Shazam had half of Black Adam's production budget.
2: Um and I don't like why like what is what did what did what did Black Adam offer that was so much more than Shazam? I mean, you know More green
0: screens. The rock. Ugh. That rock salary is commanding. Is, is that what it
2: is? But the rock what would it, it command? Uh more so money on the back. Uh
0: rock is one of the top tier.
2: Yeah, not but how much could a rock? I mean, he could do what they usually feed the uh, 20 million now
0: movie, but I most would of the time,
2: he'd be more. Most now, of the time, okay. people take his money the and Wait. get it on the back
1: end of the sales, right?
0: And,
2: and that's
1: how they usually do. <laughs> like, okay, when well, Shazam started off not as action packed as Black Adam, like that's the big it's like action. Black Adam had action almost. Rock the whole movie, just like Javon said. (laughs) I got a question. Yep. How is The Rock
3: commanding so much money? Name me one good rock movie Fast and
0: Furious Five, Fast and Furious Six. The Rock.
3: Uh, Dwayne
0: Johnson. Where he was the standalone star.
3: San Andreas, uh, the monkey
0: movie he made. Uh, the, the... I think he has a consistent I mean, I put him as the star of Jumanji. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. he does a pretty quality job of getting his audience out. And I just checked it out. His salary for Black Adam was 22.5.
2: Yeah, I okay. said 20 million,
0: so yeah. that's not
2: bad. That's you not can't. that's not crazy. That's um, not. Shit, he still tall. made 20
3: million less than John Wall for, for the year.
2: Wow. Uh, so, so the salary isn't bad, man. I don't understand the. I don't understand why it took so much to make. Yeah. You know what? Oh, they stayed in one. They stayed in one goddamn place the whole movie. Um, <laughs> it wasn't like they were, tr- you know what I mean, going around the world or something. Um, yeah, yeah. Superman was in Metropolis. It was in Kansas. It was, you know what I mean. They had one set. Um, you're like of the-, the movie,
0: Chief? Huh. People didn't like the movie. They were saving their cold, not COVID, opportunity to go see Black Panther Wakanda forever. They didn't want to be laid up at home and miss out on seeing Black Panther from sitting and seeing Black Adam. I I I
3: don't Real quick, what did Black Panther do this weekend?
0: This weekend it was 200. No, it was uh, 180, which was less than Doctor Strange, which I thought was very interesting. Dr. Strange no Madness yeah. made mm-hmm. uh, 187 million.
2: I'm um, so thinking no so chat Bowles. This is 365 million domestically, right? Yes, sir. So you figure what the rest of the world, you figure another, at least another 200 million?
0: At least on the low end? So let's see think. here. Wakanda Forever is set to get with 72 million for its second weekend. And yeah. I am pretty sure Black Adam's second weekend didn't do very well.
1: Black Adam, I think, total didn't. I mean, the first opening weekend didn't do 72.
0: So Black right. Adam earned 24 million the second weekend.
1: So it given it this earned, holiday weekend. And coming, you're right.
0: It earned 67 million its opening weekend.
1: I mean, like for so, for a superhero movie, as good as that box office is for the Rock. Typically, yeah. a superhero movie opens. 100. They
3: expecting much more. Yeah, so, dude, for what it's worth, with Black they Panther, they, just... they could see the total earnings for Black Adam by next weekend. Right, because it's a holiday weekend. People are gonna be off work, and they're gonna see. In that team retrospect, team to people
2: home. are probably gonna go see Black Adam too. Um,
0: no, I I man.
2: I don't. what we know is. they're gonna get some more sales. Uh, I, I just you know I, they might push it up to they might get another they might if they're at sixty five they might do another 25, 30 million domestically over this this uh
0: <laughs> over this time I mean my social media feed was like everyone had their families in front of the poster doing this I saw no such buzz no shock well, no electricity I mean, black, for black 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 doesn't have
2: a fan base I mean. <laughs> That's problem. Let me let me say let me say this.
0: Let me say this. If
2: the Rock had died and Black Adam was the movie after the Rock died, then he probably would have done the same. I just four hundred million. I, I I don't understand. Four hundred million used to be good. I don't understand. And 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 if they went over, uh, you know, it's still on them. I mean, they spent over 200 million developing the damn movie. Um,
0: all right, Chief, here you go. So, the movie you did not care about, Joker, it made 93.5 million. It's opening weekend. It was, the when did Joker come
2: out? That's that the, the one with um, oh boy, that came yeah. out October of 2019,
0: but its budget was 55 million. What was the Batman? Oh, wow,
1: then? do you remember what that opened up? Uh, give me a second, that was low, wasn't it? Uh, no, nah,
0: I scored 128 million. Yep.
1: Okay. That is is Black Adam. Now let me see the like, budget like for she said, not having a fan base.
0: Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find that budget for Batman.
2: I think I think that Black Adam will get better. I think Black Adam will get better when they put uh better super better superheroes in there. Um, Mm-mm. you know uh.
0: So Batman costs hundred and eighty-five million to make.
3: So damn near as much this, as Black. Adam. fifteen
0: million short of Black Adam. Well, oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it had an estimated two hundred million. Okay. But the problem is, you know, if you sink money into a Batman movie, people are gonna go see it.
3: Yeah. Also, How much did that make? How much did that make overall? Over domestic? a billion.
0: But the problem is, like, yeah. why? Why would they greenlit Black Adam at the same amount? As a Batman movie. That's not smart. Well,
2: that's, 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 that's they, they messed up on the, on the, on the uh, overpaying for the cost of the movie. Yeah. Um, I said this about that. Had they introduced Black Adam
3: as a Justice League anti hero or a, a Superman anti hero slash villain, a, a, a rival to him, built the intrigue for the character and like, Easter, oh, it's The Rock, then maybe you could have done maybe it would have done better as a standalone but just to throw it out there you don't know most like most people don't know who black adam is just the rock and the black
0: they don't dc is like yo let's do these movies of characters nobody knows to care about
1: okay i think the big problem is like i i I know you mentioned this kind of in your your review on thought.com. This Black Adam is almost like a throwback to phase one of Marvel. And phase one, and not kind of taking in consideration the budget, but this Black Adam made comparative to what um, the first Avenger and Thor, uh, whatever, I think the first Thor movie, like it makes like, hey, we're introducing new superhero characters for mm-hmm. the masses. And it, and I I'm almost sure it's like it's literally like in that 70, 80 million dollar range is what I think Thor made. So it's like, and that if you were almost like trying to pitch it to the networks, I mean like to the ex- studio exec should be like, hey, we are online with what a building franchise should get. I mean, it's like, hey, yeah, we went a little over budget. But you wrote off like two or three crap movies anyway. So you can afford to write that off. To all right, so here you go. Here you go. Get. First
0: Thor, the most expensive, I would assume, of the original MCU films, had a budget of 150 million and it grossed just domestically, 181 million. Worldwide, it was uh 449.3 million. Not great, not bad, but you know, a good start. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna see what First Avenger did. Now it was, that budget was 140, it made 176.6 million, and it had a total worldwide b- gross of 371 million. But the problem is, of course, that was back in 2011. Things are cheaper, and Marvel
1: wasn't stupid. And they were like, you know what? These are making money, let's keep them rolling. But again, like you said, that number right there is like it's even if they're like 10 to 15 million different. It's like, hey, we we had to pick up the pieces from the crap you guys left from a decade ago. And we brought Superman back. We have now created a new justice society. I mean, a justice society you can do something with. You can put them in your next Justice League movie if you want to we've got a bad guy slash any hero we can actually build you guys need to build on cuz you didn't do anything with dark cuz you 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 know you you pulled an amber Heard on that one so you it's now on I'd say you so yeah, it's now on you to do something like to build this franchise and not care about the actual dollar
0: speaking of building now i mentioned thor i mentioned captain america first avenger Iron Man, of course, made, uh, I think, a billion dollars. I don't want to talk out of turn, so let me just do that real fast. All right, first Iron Man, big game buster. It's $140 million budget. It made 585, $586 million, so that's a super hit. We're good. We don't have to worry. But Avengers is what really, really shook everything up, like, oh, okay. So Avengers had a $220 million budget and it made $1.5 billion at the box office. Mm-hmm. And that was when Marvel said all of our investment in these five, six movies to get here was worth it.
3: They DC had a plan. DC just keeps
0: trying to jump ahead to every movie should make a billion dollars. And that's had
3: a a, Marvel had a plan that DC does not. Well, they still don't have a plan.
0: So I'm wondering, like, is James Gunn going to say, "Hey, hey, I'm so glad you asked." So now, let's go into this. Chief, here's your good news. All right. So Warner Brother Discovery CEO David Zaslav uh, has been working on a 10 year plan for the DCU, and to do that, he's got the DC Studio co heads James Gunn and Peter Safran working on this Bible of all of the characters. And he did an interview with THR and said, I think over the next few years, you're going to see a lot of growth and opportunity around DC. There's not going to be four Batmans. And so part of our strategy is to drive the hell out of DC, which Peter and James are going to do. I think they've thrilled the fans. I think they're going to thrill you over a period of time. So let's take that at face value what he says. We're not gonna have Robert Pattinson, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton. We're just gonna have one. They're just gonna go like this, pick one, and that's gonna be your only Batman.
1: Ryan's cracking up because he's like he's actually seeing in, in in the actual room them throwing the dartboard, <laughs> like Robert Pattinson is All right, right, Batman. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do ten years, you should go Robert Joker Batman, is younger. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh,
3: we don't care. No. The fa- for me, is the fact that you have to say this.
1: That that's bad.
3: You have to press release this. I said this about that cast. Uh, the human Ken doll. What's his name? Um, Zach Efron as Batman. Batman.
0: <laughs> make him the new Batman. Why not? No. Zac Efron
2: is about five foot one. Yeah, he, I mean, he, if you he,
0: want to put him in your movie, you can make him Nightwing.
2: I think Robert Pattinson is not that tall either, but...
0: Yeah, uh, you say Pattinson's
3: not six foot? I, I think,
2: think he is he tall, is. though. I think he's he is that tall. Yeah. yeah. He's 5'10", at the very least, right? I, don't uh, think so. I was going to say, I thought Bale, we looked at this book like we don't... did. And y'all were yeah.
0: shocked then. How tall is, uh, what's his name, Kendall? He is 6'1". Robert Pattinson is 6'1". Mm. And, How tall is uh, Kendall?
1: He's <laughs> short. <laughs> He, i mean remember he was in a movie with rock and he was tiny he's 5 8
0: so as, okay. as a 5 7 guy he's short okay
3: all right <laughs> um
2: uh yeah they gotta do something but even okay so it costs 200 million to make black adam technically right now it's 100 they're they're
0: 165 in the green aren't they no, because you have to count the advertising, emotion. which they don't really release. They don't say, hey, we spent $200 million putting this stuff for Happy Meal for McDonald's and on a box of this toilet paper that you're going to get, those Dole pineapples that you're going to get for your kids. That's not factored into it. So it's just like a vague number. But if they go, it's not going to make a profit. Then you can assume that they spent a boatload of money that way. Ooh. And I think some of the problem with Black Adam was it was confusing marketing. Is this Black Adam's movie, or is it Justice Society's movie? And
1: well, who knows? They never, I mean, they were just kind of, I, I I. mean, I'm going to disagree with you, because it's like, you knew that was The Rock's movie. Like, for comic book folks, they might be like, oh, so-and-so's in it. For the masses, it's like, yeah, it is Rock's new movie. Alright, The Rock brought his audience out like, oh, it's a Rock movie. If he's going to make the, you know, San Andreas, Rampage, I'm going to go see it. And but you know what? Rock didn't do
0: his little smile. He mm-hmm. didn't go around showing for the ladies to lose their
1: minds and dudes. Um, hey, Jason Momoa black did it on the Tonight Show, and I've right. seen it on my social media. So yeah, must... and
3: that title probably confused the hell out of people. It's Black Adam. Who's Black? I look. I don't want to see him about a black guy named Adam. I'm confused. What is this?
0: probably confusing to people. Probably, yeah, you know. But Chief, man. You're Gonna have one Batman. You were saying, I'm tired of all these Batman, these Jokers running around. You know, stupid. Henry Cavill Superman that's a good thing. It was stupid, got uh, up. just in case you were curious. He's 6'1. I looked it up just for you. Who's that Henry Cavill?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, it's gonna be good, man. I still think that, I still think that, uh. I still think that Black Adam was was still a good a good uh, a good thing for the DC franchise. Um, even if it doesn't make the money, uh, like I said, they introduced some characters. This that and the third, he should be featured in a couple of um.
0: Absolutely, I um, mean, we never got an Incredible Hulk sequel, so right, so you know, that some we didn't guest see Hulk
2: appearances Hulk. during the DC joints, um. It'll work out, man. I it's, it's, they Now that they have direction and figuring out what the hell they're finally going to do with this franchise, it should work out. I'm so sick of what it was. Um, I love
0: your optimism. Okay. I'm excited, too, though, because I think James think, and Peter Safran know what they're doing.
3: Why do we never get a Ruffalo Stand Alone Hulk movie? I think
0: his, his deal was signed, but the rights with Universal were kind of complicated. So he couldn't have a standalone. Oh, yeah, yeah. They could throw him in as many movies as they wanted, but they couldn't have a standalone Hulk movie. Cause you know, that was part of that original yeah, yeah. everybody gets a Marvel character for their studio. And they were able to put them under the umbrella. Cause I oh, was sure, whatever. But it was never this, hey, shaking hands. Everybody's working as a partnership. Paramount had Cap, Thor, and Iron Man. And it was like, what about Hulk? What about Hope? Um, all right. Well, here's our workaround. We'll put him in the movie, cause that'll work. But he can't have his own, at least for now. I don't know. Uh, you know, that. and
2: Ragnarok was kind of like his own.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, he's you know, definitely you know, he, had, he, had, he had a yeah. prominent role in that. But what's up with the X Men? Is that happening? So here's the deal with with the X Men. We don't know. Oh wow. <laughs> the, the real quick and dirty thing. Is <clears throat> we're building to secret wars, and unlike the infinity uh war, we have no idea where they're going to go to get to secret wars. I guess all bets are Ant Man Quantum Mania is going to be the first. <laughs> That's weird. Damn, <laughs> That's first... I was like, really? That's <laughs> <laughs> like, did my camera mess up? Okay. All right, my So, yeah, it's going to be one of those deals where. I think that's going to be the very first one we're going to start to see like the Thanos turn around in the chair moment where it's like, I'm going to type, fight all these Avengers. And there's all kinds of rumors, probably unsubstantiated that everyone who is anyone is going to be in Secret Wars. So we could see the original X-Men show up in there. Good show. Could see Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson. Robert Downey Jr. back in Secret Wars. No telling what's going to happen. It could shake up the entire fabric of the universe, and I think they're deliberately waiting until that unfolds before they reveal what's going on with the X-Men. There is some very strong rumors that they're going to be race-swapped. I'm clutching my pearls if you didn't notice. Uh, Charles Xavier Magneto and Giancarlo... Esposito is rumored to be either Professor X or Magneto. You can do either one. You're shaking your head, Chief. You don't want
3: it. Let the outrage begin. That's why they're (laughs) holding on.
2: I don't think you need to put a black person, you know what I mean? Like every time I turn around, they're like, hey, there's no black in here. I'm like, you need to. Hey. Hi, right, uh, Herschel. Uh, calm it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what are we gonna do for this new movie? Ah, throw a black guy in there. Yeah, throw him in there. Make black, yeah. Black Professor X. Like, hi, right, we don't need a black professor X. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. You know what I mean? Uh, he he could be white. You know what I mean? <laughs> he he could be white. Magneto still be white. Speaking
0: on yeah.
1: behalf of the white delegation. Yeah. Says, I, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, here's here's it. Again, I'm I, is I think we all got very, and this may not just be straight like comic book it's Like we, the story of Eric Leshner, it was like uh, he kind of had seen where this goes. I mean, the was- original
0: concept of the X Men was heavily influenced by Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. It was not a coincidence that it was coming out around that same time. Mm-hmm. So those characters are inspired by them. Stan Lee, Jack Kirby adapted it for a comic book world, but it's not like, oh, I wonder who they came up with this for the idea of these
1: guys. Well, Yeah. Okay. So Grant, I mean, I, I'm as much as it's like, I'm not going to go with the, Oh, patricially. But in my head, I'm like, that's literally what I'm going. It's like, do you want to have easy backlash or just like, we can make a lot of other... I mean, there's a whole lot of other characters. How easy is it to convey
0: people being afraid of people for hours? being Black? I mean, I mean, that would be the nightmare of Fox News.
1: Are these I mean, Black kids with laser eyes? Can they read your mind? I mean, it, how? Do you, what I would you like to in your school? Would you actually want them in your school? Would you oh want them gosh. as your neighbor? They don't even have to do have a loose game. They're controlling the weather.
0: What's next? Your mind? One actually does. So,
1: Come on. I mean, I can actually read your that mind. That's seems they so easy. you what to
0: think. And it just oh. touches on society so easily. I'm with you, Chief. They don't have to make them Black, but it'd be so, like, they don't have to go, they don't have to trap themselves with the, oh yeah, Magneto is a Holocaust survivor in 2022. Right, 2022. the Black <laughs> Jewish dude in the
2: camp, the Holocaust camp, He's he not gonna go in first?
0: Well, I mean, he, like, you know, no. he'd be super old at
1: this
0: point. <laughs> no, anyway. no, no. So, right. I mean, you can just make it update out. it to Magneto's parents who were beat up by white supremacists and covers
1: the same deal.
2: Why? Why do we have to change it? Just let, him, that's, 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 I'll that's, let it. i
1: let Chief, like, think think of if, like, you basically switch the whole X-Men and actually make them all black. It really, it would convey, like, kind of how to cartoon was where they were really feared it was not like hey even if they're all nice and pretty and athletic these are like wait they're actually kind of oh oh, they are evolution and it's like that would scare the hell out of them uh oh very large swath of the population it's like wait they i mean then you add in somebody like uh and then we get a cameo from public enemy Mm,
0: mm. We put the. Yeah, y'all making a movie. No in one's in gonna go see. Right, X Men yes, makes X Men makes a hundred dollars
2: this this week in the then movie. No game. one's gonna go <laughs> see that movie. Look, look, oh
0: my god!
2: Um, six blacks to Can go see and The rest of bootlegged
0: Folks don't even need to change their hand side.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh oh
0: We're
1: just putting out the X again. Come on, man. <laughs>
2: nah man I, I don't need that control. movie will make 27
3: Jeff, you're trying to get
1: you trying man. to get marvel studios burned down yeah man listen oh, man don't, i'm just saying i am playing play the angel's
0: advocate in this situation we i can see how, damn angels how angels that movie advocate, makes man. 27 dollars let them be, the week. let
2: them be white man <laughs> there's no black characters in there man all
0: right listen listen tell you what bishop can be white
3: wolverine has <laughs> to be black <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine because has
0: to Bishop be a, had a ponytail, basically. Anyway, he can be white.
1: Okay. Wolverine has to be black. Ooh. Oh gosh, do you want to? Can I just sit and watch the the just look at the comment section after that? So that oh, absolutely. Oh,
0: absolutely. No, only if he's played by Kevin Hart because he's short enough to be him. Mm. Oh,
3: <laughs> Jonathan Majors, he's got to be Jonathan
0: Majors. Jonathan Majors is king, man. He's, he's king on these roles. You know, we run out of black people yeah. to play the X-Men, so maybe we can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. We run yeah. out of black actors. All right. Let's give me a talk about Because I've been having fun with this. But now let's go to some real clowns. It's time, fellas, for your nominees for Dummies of the Week. Dear brother,
1: who do you have? And tell me why it's Elon Musk. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to make you... Well, for Mr. Musk, hey, I know it's 3 a.m. in the morning, but hey... You got till nine a.m. to fill this contract out and say you're willing to work 15, 18 eighteen-hour days, uh, and no more money. And I, I, I fired half your buddies, or you get three months of service. I'll expect to see you in the work tomorrow. Good luck. Yeah, uh, working on a major lawsuit, but yes. Oh I, man, California has some great labor laws, and they're uh, the, the the lawyers are like, please, my door is open. Are you a fired? Do you work at Twitter? Come holler at me. I got you. But my other dummy of the week is actually uh, CNN. And it's not actually for a news-related story. It's actually for something fun they do every year. Because I don't know if you guys watch it, but their coverage on uh, New Year's Eve of Anderson Cooper and, uh, gosh, what's my man's name? Yeah. Andy Cohen. Andy, yeah. They're going to try and have them... Oh, and, and uh, Don Lemon, because he's also... They're going to try and have them not be as drunk next year. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see boring CNN... I mean, like, CNN, no one watches you on do your thing except to watch these guys have a ball. Yes, no one you used like, to, but we watch I mean, now
0: because of Andy
1: and Anderson. I mean, like, if you can watch Andy and Anderson take shots and shots and try and figure out how they're going to be the next, the next morning... I just or, don't understand. It's like that's just canceling. I mean, that you want to talk about canceling everyone watching that show? Or Perfect
3: Don Lemon, right? uh, uh, uh getting a, a healthy dose of truth serum
1: <laughs> and <then> speaking <laughs> his damn <laughs> mind? Yeah. Oh gosh, Don Living like when he's, was last year when he was in, uh, was in New Orleans, man, that was hilarious. Like, no, come on, you got, you can't do that to a CNN. Y'all do it. Y'all are complete dummies of the week for me. All right, my nominee is the Washington Commanders, not for the way you think. <laughs>
0: I feel like any week that's applicable, but it is because this new trend now, because Kirk Cousins started it, which is so sir. The quarterback on the jet home, rocking everybody's chains, and Kurt brought his swagger. He was like, you like that? I mean, you know, drinking beers. So Washington tried to get in on this fight. And they show my boy Taylor Heineke sitting there very politely in his coach chair seat. And he's got a makeshift cooler with beer and ice sitting in a little trash bag. To him. It was so sad. But I mean, they were blinging him out and he's all politely sitting there and putting stuff on him. And Chase Young is like, I haven't played all season, but this is my quarterback, y'all. Oh, man. It was it was hilarious. Hey, was wins on the plane? The, the trash, I mean, it was like he was your uncle at the cookout. Yo, just put these beers in a, in a in a can, man. Little trash can, little ice. He's sitting up there like, oh, I beat, I beat undefeated teams all day. But my second part of this was for a moment where Tro- Troy and Buck were like, "Well, I don't know. There's gonna be some controversy." I'm like, "There's no controversy. Just like there's no spoon." There's only one quarterback for Washington, and his name is not Carson Wentz.
2: Oh, he's horrible.
0: Hey, Chief, what you got, man?
2: I I really don't have a, a dummy of the week, man. Uh, you know, um, uh, we'll have to go. Well, I'll just move on, man. Y'all take it from here.
0: Jake King, what you got?
3: I got Madonna. And um, well,
0: express yourself then.
3: I I, I will, you know, I I think it's, (laughs) I think it's only appropriate. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, Madonna is going through, this ain't midlife. This is like back nine crisis. (laughs) She's like, this is the back nine, you know, and Madonna's going through it. Have y'all seen her face? what she's done to her face is it the little, is it the little it kim joint. Yeah, exactly. yeah she got the little kim spe- she got the little kim special man like the whole yeah she don't even look like the same person she got it
0: through groupon
3: yeah she did unfortunately and, it, and a, the Groupon was like you could break four people but she took all four of those the other three spots <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, hey 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 javon when she tried to twerk in the truck hey hey chief yeah madonna got a
3: bbl and i'm not even playing
0: like I, I couldn't even believe what the hell i saw all right well javon we're gonna say a prayer for madonna and we're gonna wrap this <laughs> i'm sorry I'm,
3: but papa don't preach all right i'm Let doing me it, my it <laughs> hey, I'm
0: doing fellas we'll be back next week we can say which movies we are thankful for in 2022 and I'm thankful for you guys and you are watching. As always, thank you. This episode of Loud's Movie Files has been filed.